Hello and welcome to Dungeon Jedi Masters, a podcast discussing everything Star Wars 5e. My name is Todd, I've got Tegan here, and we're looking forward to jumping into hyperspace with you. Let's go! Hello, everyone, and welcome to our final Dungeon Jedi Masters podcast of this year, Season 2, Episode 24. Tegan, how are you doing today? Uh, doing pretty well. I'm on a Christmas PTO, so just kind of uh, enjoying and relaxing. Yeah, that is very nice. Uh, things are a little slow for me as well, so uh, lots of time for us to, you know, maybe work on some uh, planning for upcoming games, uh, projects, things like that, and otherwise just enjoy that time uh, with ourselves, with family, friends, etc. Uh, do you have any um, home games or any other tabletop related stuff uh, over here over the holidays? Oh, definitely. Uh, so I've got, I'm running my, uh, so I've got two games that are going right now. Um, one's a superhero game using mutants and masterminds. I may have talked about it on here before. Highly recommend you guys check it out. Uh, it's a ton of fun. It's a Kind of a really good mix of narrative as well as being a bit crunchy at the same time. Uh, so highly recommended. Then I've got my homebrew D&D game. Uh, so I've got both of those this week, Tuesday and Thursday. So I've got some fun, uh, some fun games over the holidays too. Awesome. Yeah, I did. Uh, I had played with some family the other day, which was fantastic uh, at home. And then I've got another one of those hoping to plan here uh, whenever we can squeeze it in around uh you know all the good food and other hanging out so looking forward to that so uh everyone welcome to our recap episode of the year it's been a fantastic year for dungeon jedi masters uh of course check us out dungeonjedimasters.com for all of the content that we put together and that uh is a, is possible a big part because of all of you out there in our amazing community um you know, our followers, our listeners, uh, just telling us what you enjoy about this content that gives us uh, the fuel to keep doing that. Uh, if you're not in the the Discord yet, you need to hop in. Uh, it's great to just interact with the fellow DJMs there and seeing the amazing ideas and things that you all come up with. Uh, and of course, uh, another big part of that is our Patreons uh, that helps go in supporting this content, hosting the podcast and all that. So we do have some new uh, Patreons to give a shout out to. Uh, in tier two, we have Patrick and Goblin Lover. And then tier three, we have uh, Philip and Steve. So thank you to all of you and all of our other Patreons. I think we're ending the year around just over 80 Patreons, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, I know we still have some, you know, annual members in that mix, which is great. So those just carrying on through uh, next year. And I uh, really hope next year we're definitely going to hit that 100 mark. Uh, and as that goal we set, we'll work on that uh, Dungeon Jedi Masters DM screen. I know it's a highly uh, requested item. Uh, as we like to do, try to give a freebie every once in a while as well. And uh, Tegan, we're, thought, we're talking about, especially on the back of our last two space episodes, uh, Starship episodes, a space starter kit. If you want to tell us about that. 
Definitely. So consider this a little bit of an early Christmas present, guys. I've saw one of the highest requests on both the re regular Star Wars 5e Discord and even a little bit on the DJM Discord is simplified stat blocks for uh, using space encounters. And we're going to provide a couple of those for you, probably one for small and medium ships, just so you can kind of see how it flows. And that way, if you want to make your own in a similar style, you can do so, or even just use these ones in an encounter you have set up. Uh, it will also give you some tips and tricks on just how to set up those encounters and maybe an idea or two uh, that you could expand out into uh, an adventure and encounter for your crew. Uh, just a little bit easier just to help you get into the space stuff. Uh, I know we talked about in our last episode that it can be a little bit of a daunting task to begin, and this way we wanted to give everybody just a little bit of a leg up as they start to uh, shoot for the stars. Yes, absolutely. So put that together. Basically, as Tegan mentioned, a few little encounter concepts. All right, if you want to do this type of thing, grab two of these, three of these, et cetera, of the stat blocks we provide and, and you'll get into it. So that will be available for free on our Patreon with the release of this episode. Uh, in other news, uh, hopefully most of you have seen uh, the big news is the new Dimension 20 series, uh, Starstruck Odyssey. Uh, this as, as Tegan and I were both credited uh, as consultants for the show, an amazing, absolutely amazing opportunity to work with uh, with the team there as uh, they're using the SW5E system for that game and uh, you know brought us in to help them talk about that. Uh, definitely a cool experience, huh, Tegan? Oh, yeah, it was a blast. Uh, the team was just kind of so welcoming and uh, fun to work with, too. Uh, and they had some fun ideas. I'm really looking to see how they use the Star Wars system to tell their story. Yeah, cannot wait for that all to come out. Uh, it will be great. Uh, so check that out uh, where that's available at Dropout TV, I believe it is, uh, starting January 12th. I believe that's everything on our end. There are two new Star Wars 5e releases. Uh, we have casting feats and the amnesiac background. Tegan, tell us about those casting feats. Uh, so the casting feats are pretty cool. They're expanding upon the, the two that are already there, uh, the Force Sensitive and Tech Dabbler. Uh, those two remain unchanged, uh, but they give some more expansion down the line. Uh, so if you uh, picked a class that doesn't really progress much in Force Powers or doesn't really have Force Powers at all outside of the uh, the Force Sensitive, uh, you're grabbing the Force Sensitive feat, this could be the way to really enhance your casting and get a little bit more out of your character. Uh, they both I kind of function the same way, but there's three different tiers past that initial starting tier. Uh, so you've got the force sensitive, which was already there before. Then you've got greater force sensitive, improved force sensitive, and master force sensitive. Uh, and same side for the tech side, where it's tech dabbler, greater tech dabbler, and so on. Uh, and basically what that'll allow you to do uh, is it's going to give you a bit more tech powers that you're, or force powers you're able to cast even beyond your classes or your initial starting level. Uh, for example, greater force sensitive, it does have a prerequisite, so you'd have to be able to cast a second level force power. Uh, so the nice thing is if you took the force sensitive feat initially, or if you already have a class that gives you force powers, uh, that'll get you that prerequisite. Uh, and basically what it'll allow you to do is you pick up another at will force power, and you can also learn one third level force power that you can cast once per long rest uh, and use wisdom or charisma depending on the power alignment for it. Uh, and the other ones kind of go on so on like that. So the proved force sensitive is you get another 
for at will force power and you learn one fourth level force power and then master is you learn one fifth level force power uh so especially if you're a guardian or uh some of the third caster archetypes uh or scout even uh these are great ways to be able to pick up some additional powers and get some cool utility for it uh and for guardians i highly recommend picking up night speed it could be a good way to get a little extra damage off and get it way earlier than you normally would Awesome. Yeah, definitely another good addition there just to further expand on on your build as a character, uh, choosing from either, you know, that force or tech side there. Uh, the other piece is uh, a background, as I mentioned, the amnesiac. I've seen a lot of character concepts uh, come up with this here. Uh, you know, basically, you don't know who you are, how you got there, things like that. Uh, Something I've leaned into sometimes when I felt uh, didn't really understand the, you know, maybe the setting or something. So it's something a little you can kind of fall on. Uh, so the amnesiac, though, uh, you start with skill proficiencies, two of deception, insight, investigation or survival. Uh, you have proficiency in one of disguise kit, forgery kit or tinkers implements. You get one language of your choice and uh, then equipment, common clothes, relic of your past that you do not remember and a pouch containing 100 credits. The feature of this background, a life once lived. Uh, you once had a home, family, relationships, possessions, but now you're left with nothing but the ability to start anew. You're unfamiliar with the world around you as well as the people in it. You may often need to ask for clarification on things other adventurers may know intrinsically. Some events, locations, names, phrases, or objects may also trigger you to recall small details, which could relate to the life you once had and at the discretion of the GM. So lots of room here for some good RP opportunity. Uh, this is definitely one of those, I think we talked about in some other episodes, that whole like, I know a guy concept where you can just pull something out and say, okay, I know, I know about this and, uh, you know, an opportunity there to potentially do something with that. Uh, the background feats, uh, you choose one of the following survivalist, uh, empathic, uh, investigator, survivalist, specialist, crafter, linguist, or practiced. And then, uh, of course, there are the suggested traits, ideals, bounds, and flaws that go along with that. So if you're looking for a character that uh, maybe has a, a foggy past, you wake up and you're not sure who you are, this is the background for you. With that, uh, I think that uh, covers the front end announcements and everything. Uh, so the rest of the episode is basically going to be a recap of our year that we've had in 2021. Pretty fantastic there. And then later we will touch on uh, a few things, some ideas uh, that we have for the coming year. Tegan, it's been a great 2021. You know, our podcast has been a blast to do. Um, looking at everyone's doing, you know, your year in review, your recaps out there. Um, and so we, we did a little bit of this of the same. Uh, on the podcast side, uh, we had 38 new episodes. So we had the 24 uh, for our DJM podcast. And then there would have been an additional 14 in there of uh, the other shows that we've done. So Vagrant Faders, Scattered Choices, uh, things like that. Almost 25,000 downloads over the year, which is pretty crazy. So then that covers all the episodes that we do have prior to even this year, but that's a lot of downloads. Looking at followers overall, because uh, it doesn't really split for the year, but almost 800 followers uh, between a few of the platforms that we have, which is fantastic. This was a really cool statistic I saw. Almost 60 countries 
uh, we have we have listeners in in over sixty countries. There's a lot, and when I was going through and, and counting the list, uh, there's there's a lot of uh, you know people from around the world that listen to this, and that's super fantastic. I remember doing a one shot that we covered three three continents. I had uh, a girl from India. It was like seven in the morning for her. I had someone from uh, England. It was like one in the morning for them, and then had of course uh, some other people here in the states. Uh, for the one shot. So it was super fantastic that these games really can just cross those uh, those borders and things like that. Uh, Tegan, thinking back through the years, is there any podcast episode that kind of sticks out to you that you remember doing that was just a lot of fun or a, a good subject matter that stuck out? Oh, definitely. And this one is uh, one of my favorites. And I love the movies for Star Wars, but kind of what's held my attention throughout the, the decades now uh, has been the Star Wars novels, the old Legends EU, uh, and having Zach join us and kind of go through uh, memory lane and talk about some of the, the novels and cool ways DMs could use it was uh, definitely my favorite and uh, just kind of a blast to be able to go through. Yeah, that was a great one for sure. I, I definitely, I, I know you guys talked about Vector Prime uh, in that, and I went and, and picked that up and listened to that, which was a great story. Uh, so that just gave uh, me a lot of new additions to add to my, uh, you know, need to read list. Uh, definitely. And um, I would say for myself, uh, the DMG episode was great because I think there was a lot of value in that one. But in general, I think. You know, touching on that one where we had Zach on any episode that we have a guest, I, I love those episodes because you get to hear about someone else's, you know, experiences in the game, uh, their experiences in tabletops in general. And uh, it's just fun to to learn about what other people have to say about about Star Wars 5e and, and things like that. So uh, I think that's uh, that's always been fun to do that. It's always cool to kind of have that different perspective and just kind of hear uh, just, just some unique things that people either bring to the table from their past love of Star Wars or uh, just different things they're doing with uh, their own games or just style. Absolutely. Yeah, there, there's so much value in, in that. Um, and, and we'll touch on this later in, in what we're looking to do uh, for next year as well. Uh, more of that. So moving on to our YouTube. Uh, YouTube is is the numbers on this are, are pretty wild as well. Uh over 1,600 subscribers, uh, a lot of that out there. Um, YouTube is another media that uh, medium that we want to really concentrate on next year. We'll touch on that. But there's uh, over 7,000 hours of content watched there, which is wild. Uh, we, we posted 75 plus new videos. I know a lot of that was our actual plays between Hunted uh, which is all fully up on uh, YouTube. So if you haven't checked that or you want to rewatch, make sure you check that out. And then, of course, Living Forest, my campaign, which we just had the finale uh, this past Sunday. Uh, that will all be up there as well. So you can listen through on those. Um, and then we do have our, you know, we have our other instructional videos, uh, things like that, that um, still get lots of attention, lots of uh, views. And I think some of that stuff, you know, probably have to go through and make some updates as things have changed and things we do plan on doing. Tegan, anything uh, amongst the videos that has stood out to you? Definitely. Well, I liked a lot of your, uh, especially if you came in timely with uh, quarantine and all the craziness. Uh, some of your videos are just getting people online and how to use uh, Foundry and Roll20 and some of those videos. Uh, I think it just makes it really easy for people who may be daunted about the task for DMing online to to see it's just as easy, if not sometimes easier, uh, than DMing in person. 
You know, you say that, and I ran a game in in person, traditional five V for some family, and absolutely, like digitally, you just open windows and things. You can search. Like I had papers everywhere at the table. It was like a mess. It was so funny. Like definitely, it's it's a you know, it's kind of a muscle a muscle memory or something that you would get used to. Because um, when we started, when we first met each other, uh, we were playing an in person game, and you know, that was at the game store and. And you had all your your papers and things. And uh, how's that been for you? Just touching on that topic, um, have you you've played in person as well now? How's been the the transition or the difference between the two, digitally and in person? Definitely. So I, I love DMing both ways. Uh, and if I had, I wish I could do both. Uh, and what I'm one thing I'm doing is I'm one I'm building a, like a table in my house eventually uh, that I have like a little digital. I can kind of run roll twenty off of the table. Right. Uh, because I love uh, DMing in person. It's easier to build that energy. Everybody can see each other. They're easier to get that engagement going. And uh, I feel like you can just build more fun without as much effort, uh, for lack of a better way to put it. Uh, where uh, online, you have to kind of really, really structure it well and really make sure you're pushing it and keeping everybody engaged. Uh, but I've gotten so lazy with some of the online convenience pieces. I hated having to keep track of initiative or count uh, damage for attacks and things like that. Uh, and this just makes it all super easy when you do it online. Uh, so both of them have their own their own benefits. Uh, but I'm definitely hoping to, uh, sometime this year to get a table built where I can kind of have the best of both worlds and be able to run it with uh, all the electronic cool stuff uh, where it's calculating for me, but still get that in-person level of energy. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's an excellent point. I remember I was writing down like the the initiative order and you know, I had four players and there was like five enemies. I'm like, how do I do this? Like I gotta I gotta write them once and then write them again to get them in order. It's, it's yeah, super funny the differences there, but um value to both. Uh, I think in the end of the day, you can't beat an in-person game. There's definitely something special about that. So but uh, yeah, uh, and, and then just going back to the original question on like videos uh, that we posted, uh, I definitely would agree that that those videos, um, the kind of how to play, especially the I, I've sent the how to build a character in Foundry to a lot of people, you know, if doing one shots or whatever. It's just such a good, you know, I think that stuff. And that's that's something that, you know, we'll touch on later as well as we want to do a little bit more of because I think there's a lot of value of that. So look forward to that. Uh, one other piece we want to touch on is our Instagram. Uh, it was a little bit newer. It started, I think, in August of 2020 was the first post there and, and started uh, doing about once or twice a week. Uh, so we, we were doing plot hooks, uh, custom items, NPCs, and then eventually tables. Uh, so we did 102 new posts for 2021. And of that, there was 31 plot hooks. These are total numbers for everything we have. Um, But we have 31 total plot hooks, 28 items, 29 NPCs. There's 19 different role tables. And then our newest thing is the locales, um, basically the maps and and having some features on those, which is super fun. Uh, And I hope that you guys really enjoy that uh, new piece as well. Really, the the dream here is, uh, you know, maybe towards the end of next year, put all those in in a book, Dungeon Jedi Masters uh, guide, not really a guide, but, you know, tools and, and things that you can use. So all this stuff will be in there uh, all in one place that uh, you can have access to to help with your game. Um, you know, get a lot of a lot of good responses on all that stuff. Uh, 225 wonderful followers there on Instagram. 
One of my favorite uh, posts from that, I would have to say, is the blue milkshake item that uh, was inspired by Tula Batunde, Twi'lek from Scattered Choices, who uh, loves a blue milkshake and so created that item. Uh, basically gives you a brain freeze if you drink it uh, and, and if you drink it too fast, but it gives you some temporary hit points. So just a fun little uh, quirky item like that. Tegan, anything that draws your attention from some of those posts we've done? Definitely. I like a lot of the, the tables. I think roll tables are just kind of a fun way to add a little bit of spice to the game. Um, uh, one of the ones that kind of comes to mind, I like the, the, the dark side table for if you're going through kind of an area that's just been saturated with the dark side. And I know a lot of tables, especially if they're having force users or dealing with kind of the uh, the more mystical force end of the, the, the game can be a good way to help spice that up and get that running to go without having to dive in and spend too much time. Yeah, little, you know, all those little things are, are I think, are super helpful. Um, it doesn't have to be super involved. It can be, you know, as simple as, you know, the, one of the big tables that a big favorites are like the flavor names for for weapons. Um, and then at, to your point, the um, the dark side nexus effects was the one uh, I think you're probably referring to. And, and that just gives, uh, yeah, something just add quick and and increase that flavor uh, to the game there. So definitely going to keep that up. Uh, we we ask for suggestions from our patrons all the time because I know you all are creating amazing stuff in that regard too. Our, our latest NPC was from one of our uh, Patreons. So check that stuff out as well on Instagram if you haven't yet. I think that covers anything else from the past year, Tegan, that, that really stands out for Dungeon Jolly Masters on your end? I'd say we've touched on a lot of the great content, but I was just I was kind of looking at all the numbers all at once, just blown away uh, by the support of the community. So just want to let you all know that we, we, we truly appreciate the engagement. Uh, and for real, jump out on the Discord if you're not on already. Uh, we get some great questions there and great ideas too, just for if you're looking for things to fill out your campaign. There's always somebody talking about something or their last recent session. There's some cool ideas you can kind of pick through and adapt to your own campaign if you want. Absolutely. I, you know, just echoing that I've, I've gotten, I, even in the last week, I think I've gotten a couple messages from people. Hey, I'm checking out your podcast. It's amazing. It's helped me so much, you know, and, and that stuff is so awesome to hear. Uh, and, and the discord, even not even the majority of the time is it Tegan and myself doing, you know, the, helping out with things, the community, you know, just helps itself. And it's so awesome to see that people have questions and others will chime in and it just, you know, really, uh, really a, a real cool group there. I think the greatest uh, greatest comment I saw on the, on the Discord was somebody came in, said hello to them, and had a quick question, and then just kind of got bombarded with support. And they said, wow, this is an amazing community. I thought it would have just been a Discord I join and then put on mute. And that was, just, that was so amazing to, to, to see that and not just what you know, Tegan, you and I are doing towards that, but the rest of the community as well is is to to foster that type of uh, community. So, a massive thank you to all of you out there, uh, and then just those that listen and, and follow us in our other media as well. Um, you know, we've heard about your stories of your great games, and that's so fantastic. So, looking ahead to next year, uh, quick preview here. Not a lot of this is is nailed down yet, but a lot of concepts and ideas here on, on what we hope to do for the coming year, but really just kind of keep things going, uh, really push into the momentum that we have. So we're on the podcast. Let's talk about the podcast. Uh, Tegan, we've kind of 
covered the majority of of the content for Star Wars 5e. There's not anything majorly new coming out. Uh, we will have Galleon uh, here soon to to talk about plans going forward for updates and whatnot. But for the most part, you know, there's probably not much in that regard. So we're talking about switching to you know at least one half of of the bulk of the content for the podcast will be DM interviews. Definitely, yes. we'll be able to bring in kind of uh, different DMs throughout the community, as well as uh, some of the, uh, the the creators on the Star Wars Five E side, the DM as well. Just uh, hear your guys' stories, go over your process. Uh, I know from a lot of uh, younger DMs or newer DMs, I should say, uh, that I've spoken to, one of the, the hardest things to get going is just finding your own process. Uh, so I think kind of going through it, hearing just all the different styles and the way people kind of make their campaigns and prepare for sessions would be kind of a cool way to hopefully inspire more people to jump in and dm it's not a one size fits all piece so i think just finding that size that works well for you and hearing all the different people who come across with what they've done uh, will hopefully inspire some more people to jump in as well absolutely and and as i mentioned earlier i love having guests on to talk about those things their experiences so i think that'll be great to be uh, a partial focus of the podcast for next year uh, if if you out there uh patreon or otherwise if just a, a community member of, of djm uh you, you know reach out we'd love to fill a spot with with uh, as many people as we can out there because um, we do understand that getting that variety of experience in behind the dm screen is is will be super valuable so that is going to be uh you know one chunk of what we're doing with the podcast and and we think uh we'll squeeze in some other stuff in there as as it comes up definitely on our content side patreon and otherwise uh, one of the biggest requests we see uh, is i'm looking for an introductory you know low level introductory campaign module adventure etc so I think that'll be one part of some of the content we provide is, is some of that stuff to help help those new DMs that are are looking to get their feet wet and they don't really want to dive into, you know, and everyone suggests uh, Dawn of Defiance, but that's like a massive one through 20 campaign and, you know, maybe not the best campaign to really dive into anyway, especially if you're new. So we're going to look at some some lower level things. Uh, Tegan, we'll probably look at another uh, connected adventure as well. Definitely. Uh, so uh, we haven't nailed down the, the story yet, but there'll be another big connected adventure too that you could run for your campaign. Uh, we've got a lot of kind of good feedback with it being connected and being able to kind of run through it. I know everybody has their own little tweaks that they can put out for it as well, just to make it fit for their table or kind of bring in their own PCs backstories more. Uh, so we'll be doing that again next year too. And uh, keep an eye out. We should hopefully have some more information on kind of what's going to be going on with that and how to uh, play in for your players. Yeah, looking forward to providing that. Love hearing the feedback, uh, as Tegan mentioned, from you guys running that content. So uh, for our video content, I mentioned this earlier, YouTube is a massive um, opportunity to to connect with you out there. And uh, so I, I teased it a while ago, and it's just kind of uh, been one of those things that that time hasn't been there to to put anything for this yet, but light speed lessons is a big thing that I really want to work on. Basically, these real short videos two to five minutes potentially if we can squeeze it in on the rules mechanics uh, features of the game that stuff you know we will probably touch on stuff we've done in the podcast before you know like classes and, and things but uh, try to shorten those up update those as needed 
Uh, I know the we we haven't officially covered the updated Starship uh, deployments. We touched on them in I think our first Starship episode here, but I think a, a deeper dive into those would probably be a good uh, candidate for these first uh, light speed lessons. And something I'd love to try and develop alongside of that is a choose your own adventure style solo play uh, for those. So basically. If we do a light speed lesson on the piloting deployments, uh, you'll be able to go into this choose your own adventure and come in with a quick little uh, character. It'll give you some parameters for that. So like level three or whatever, but then uh, go through and, and choose your own adventure. It'll say, okay, you're, you're doing this as the pilots. Uh, you know, if you roll dice, your result go to number 17 and then read that result and, and carry on just like those types of uh, adventures are. So. Uh, let's see how that kind of plays out. Um, but that is definitely a concept we're hoping to do and looking forward to, to doing that. Another aspect is uh, walkthroughs, uh, video walkthroughs of our adventures that we write. So probably go back and, and go through the Alderaan campaign and uh, you know give a quick video of, here was our thought process uh, designing that and here's some tips on, on running that. Cause I think sometimes that stuff doesn't always make it in those edits, in those in, in writing those things up, uh, cause it can be a lot of, uh, extra text to kind of put through. So uh, I think videos there will help uh, with that. Tegan, tell us about, uh, you know, encounter builders and things. Yeah, I know that, yeah, the busted builds too. Yeah. You mentioned that's one of the series you really enjoyed. Definitely. So I'm going to, uh, 2021 kind of got away with me for YouTube. So I want to get back on there. Uh, so I am going to be posting some more encounter builder videos, uh, basically where you go through uh, for a certain level PC. Uh, so it'll kind of vary between kind of the core levels, three, five, to, uh, to probably about seven, eight, uh, as well cap off on uh, it. It'll basically go through and kind of set how to kind of what to look for as you're building it, but then also go through an example build. Uh, the nice thing too is we'll be able to post those up on YouTube with the PDF for the more information on there. Uh, so you'll be able to go through, pick it up. If you liked it after watching the video, you can pick it up and even run it with your crew. Uh, that way it save you a little bit of time as you're going through your DM prep. Uh, so that's kind of more on the DM side. Uh, a couple of the other ones I want to bring back, uh, busted builds. Uh, one of the things I love doing is theory crafting kind of crazy builds you can do and Star Wars 5e is ripe for it. Uh, there's so many options and so many cool interactions you can make with it. Uh, so I, I, I did one or two of those, but I'm definitely gonna be doing more of those throughout 2022. Uh, just kind of going through and seeing kind of uh, how much DM can hate you if you tried to play this at the table. Uh, so I will post those up. Or, yeah, don't, don't troll your DM with it. If you do use one of these, kind of keep it moderate. Don't, don't, don't try to be the star player. Uh, and then also uh, bringing back uh, the Star Wars PC build, where uh, I think I did Cad Bane initially, but uh, just kind of going through and building like uh, major Star Wars characters uh, within using kind of the rules as written Star Wars uh, 5e uh, framework, just so you can kind of, uh, if you wanted to play Boba Fett, or if you wanted to play Darth Maul, uh, give you a little bit of guidance on how to get the most out of them, how to make them closest as you can uh, to the, the iconic characters within their rules framework. Yeah, I see a lot of comments on those stuff, you know, asking, you know, we need more of this, we need more of this. So yeah, those will be great to to see spin back up and, and have that, uh, that stuff come back as well. So, and of course, uh, some more actual plays, there will likely be more of that, uh, you know, so we, we did Hunted and, and Living Force and, uh, you know, we'll probably have some other live actual plays that we'll put up there as well. So uh, that 
for the most part covers the video side. Uh, the last other piece is just kind of for Dungeon Jedi Masters in general. Um, you know, a couple things here. Uh, we definitely want to look at uh, doing some giveaways, more giveaways, giving away some merch. You know, we do have our apparel merch uh, content, giving away content that we do. You know, hopefully we'll get to that, uh, you know, Dungeon Jedi Masters uh, DM screen. DJM Academy, a very loose concept. Uh, we haven't really fleshed that out yet, but something that, you know, for these new DMs or existing DMs that are, are just looking to step up their game, building a program or, or something that that uh, UDMs can come into and, and we can help along uh, that process of of uh, running the game, things like that. Um, Tegan, you know, there's, there's probably a lot that kind of as we talked about with the podcast, uh, having other people on to learn about what uh, what they do, but there's probably also a lot of value of of having uh, that kind of peer to peer mentorship, if you will. Oh, for sure. There's, there's just so many different things you can learn from either playing at somebody else's table or just even hearing how they walk through different processes and scenarios. Uh, and having that kind of peer to peer connection will be a great way. Just uh, even if you don't change your style, just learn about other people's styles so you can kind of uh, just see the whole wide world of uh, DMing and how everybody else comes to the table. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that should be a fun project. We hope to get off the ground as well. And uh, lastly, uh, you know, potentially looking to grow the team for Dungeon Jedi Masters, uh, you know, help with creating this content and things. Uh, I think we're getting to a point where that uh, can happen. Uh, there's a lot of you amazing uh, creators out there that do have this stuff. So, uh, you know, potentially bringing you on board to, to help out with that and, and continue to expand our offering. So if you have interest there, you know, definitely reach out to us and, and we can talk about what those opportunities might look like and uh, just continue on uh, enjoying our games uh, amidst the galaxy. I think that covers pretty much uh, our recap, our preview. Uh, Tegan, any other thoughts as we come to a close here for another year? No, just uh, kind of wanted to say it again. Thank you guys for all the support. Uh, truly join the Discord. And if you get a minute too, let us know uh, which of our videos or podcasts or uh, especially the adventures too that, that you guys preferred and kind of what types of things you'd want to see in 2022. Uh, so we, we love getting that community feedback. So uh, if you're not on there, jump on there. And if you are on there, post away, tag us, let us know what you're thinking. Absolutely. I uh, just echo that 100%. Thank you so very much to everyone out there that, uh, you know, is, is listening and following. Uh, it has been such a fantastic experience to do this, this little project um, and that and see where it's, it's taken off. So uh, thank you so very much. Uh, everyone, please have a very safe and wonderful holiday whenever and however you are celebrating. And we will see you all in the new year, 2022. May the force be with you. May the force be with you.